Rob, give us the elevator pitch for Scoop. Sure. So Scoop is a community and a fully automated carpooling solution for commuters. And so we partner with enterprises, office parks, cities to make it possible for coworkers and neighbors to share trips back and forth to the office. Okay. Give me the use case. So let's imagine... Let's not imagine. Here we are in my own in my office where there are probably I think we're around 25 people at this location. And I say a bunch of us live in in Alameda. So in the East Bay, how which is true, by the way, how, how would we arrange? How, how does it actually work? Sure. So the way that it works is you can book carpool trips one way at a time based on your preferences. And so if you want to take a trip with Scoop, you tell us where you're coming from. So Alameda in this example, where you're headed, what time you want to go, and if you want to drive or if you want to ride or you're open to either. Mm -hmm. And we basically get thousands and thousands of those requests and run an algorithm that says, okay, what's the most efficient way to get everyone from home to work or work to home on that particular trip? By unbundling it so that you can book one way at a time, we make it possible so you can actually go to work with one person and come home with somebody else. And so it unlocks flexibility in your schedule so you don't feel locked into having to go or commute on somebody else's time. Okay, and so the the community that I'm interacting with is really just defined by geography then. So it wouldn't necessarily be that I would have to carpool with someone who works at Wharton. It could be somebody who works in at Google in the same building. That's exactly right. So a lot of the time, it depends quite a bit on the size of your company. You know, mm -hmm. if you're with a really large company, quite often you might be going with one of your coworkers. If you're working at a smaller office, but you happen to be next to a larger institution, you might be going with someone who works at another company nearby, but happens to live in your neighborhood. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I can guess, but but let me not let me not guess. W what's the benefit proposition? for the user. Sure. So it depends a little bit if you want to drive or if you want to ride. And mm -hmm. it's not quite so steady state as, you know, a, a ride hailing application, for example. So we have folks that will drive one day and ride the next. Uh, when you drive, you get reimbursement on the cost of your commute, access to the carpool lane if you live on a route that has a carpool lane, uh, plus the pleasure of having somebody else in your car, you know, to pass the time, you know, especially we find to be pretty resonant for folks that are sitting in stop and go traffic mm -hmm. over long distances. When you're a rider, you get picked up at the point of your choosing, dropped off where you want to get dropped off, uh, and it's cheaper than driving alone to get back and forth. All right. Talk a little bit about the money. How does the money work? Sure. So it's pretty straightforward. When you ride, you pay. When you drive, you get a reimbursement. Uh, generally, a cost of a ride is roughly based on distance. And so a trip might be anywhere from $2 to $10 for a rider, and a driver gets a reimbursement somewhere in the 2 to $10 range per passenger. Mm -hmm. uh, to put it in context, you know, our average trip one way in the Bay Area is about 20 miles mm -hmm. one way, in which case it might cost a ride or something like five or six bucks for a trip. Mm -hmm. So, and how would that compare if I were to, if I were to call, I guess there'd be two questions, two, two services you probably compete with. One, it would be my own Uber, right, or Lyft, and the other would be one of their pooling options. Uh, less expensive, presumably. Yes. So compared to your own Uber, your own Lyft, it's generally 80 or 90% cheaper mm -hmm. over that distance. Um, compared to Lyft Line or Uber Pool, you know, it depends on the route. Sometimes that service doesn't exist at all yeah. on that route. If you think about a lot of what we do, it's suburb to city or city to suburb, suburb to suburb type commutes. Um, but still generally anywhere from a few dollars cheaper to several times cheaper, depending on the distance in the particular corridor. Right. Right. And and then to compare on the other end, if I were to take the bus, first of all, I'd have to be quite lucky to have a bus route that goes just where I want. But it's 
it's similar in price, right? Or a little, it's a little bit more. I would say yeah. it's a little bit more yeah. than a bus. You know, generally, the routes that we focus on are ones that are longer distance, mm -hmm. where public transit infrastructure either doesn't exist or it's a little bit challenging for people to either get to the stop at your point of origin or get from the destination to the office. Yeah. And therefore, people are heavily reliant on driving alone. Yeah. And so most Scoop commuters used to drive alone before they started using Scoop to either ride with somebody else or drive somebody else. Yeah.